yes, it has been more than a month. I apologize for that. Uh, I should have, um, I should have uh, at least announced that I'll be taking a break. Uh, I'm sorry, but we're back. Hopefully, better than ever. And yes, before we get started, of course, the phone awards—they're out right now. You can probably see it on your podcast app. Take a look at the winners of the most prestigious awards for smartphones, including best camera, best battery, best display, best performance, and best design. So, hopefully, your preferred smartphone will win. And with all of that out of the way, welcome back to another episode of Shackle Tech, your guide to all things tech. The podcast where we talk about how Amazon's Alexa almost tried to kill a child, and how you can store almost a terabyte of games onto your mouse. So without further ado, this is your host Isina Azam, and let's get started, shall we? We should probably start with that first topic that I just said. Yes, so a 10-year-old kid uh, asked uh, Alexa on the Amazon Echo for a challenge. This is what Alexa responded with. Here's something I found on the web. According to ourcommunitynow.com, the challenge is simple. Plug in a phone charger about halfway into a wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs. It could be just a harmless AI trying to uh, choose a random challenge it found on the web with some important keywords. Uh, I don't think it's anybody's fault. Amazon did say that they're updating uh, Alexa to to prevent this from happening again. Thankfully, the child is safe and unharmed. Uh, but wow, what a way to start the episode. Next up, we got um, a couple of CES news. Let's start with LG, who is taking transparent TVs way too seriously. I, I remember uh, Xiaomi wa- were one of the first companies to do it. LG... I want to say bigger company when it comes to TVs. They're having their fun with transparent OLED technology. Uh, they have announced a lot, honestly, too much transparent displays. Uh, we got the Shopping Managing Showcase, which is a transparent OLED display inside a wooden display stand. Apparently, it's supposed to reinvent the offline shopping experience. And then we got the show window, four 55-inch transparent OLED displays um, just next to each other. So instead of having actual mannequins, you can just render these mannequins. You can have cute little animations, you can easily change the clothes on the mannequins. And I think it can show like way more information at the same time. Picture this. You're in a conference room in your office building. It's surrounded by glass panels. The view is amazing. Uh, you want to start a virtual meeting, but instead of opening uh, your laptop or your desktop, uh, opening Teams or Zoom or WebEx, I think it was called, you turn on the glass panel, which then you realize is not a glass panel, it's a transparent display. Apparently that's um, an example of how LG's smart window can be implemented. And who could forget OLED shelf? Like, honestly, it's a TV with a shelf on top of it. And it's not even a TV, it's two TVs on top of each other. Uh, there's always on mode. Uh, you can sort of slideshow or gallery with some of your favorite pictures. And when you actually want to watch the news or something, you can. So it's, it's not just a shelf. It's not just uh, a picture frame. It's also a TV. Other than transparent displays, they also announced um, a curved vertical display f- used for biking. Or at this point, I really should say virtual biking. 
We're gonna get more details in CES um, this January, which a lot of companies are leaving. This is pretty much all we need to know about them. Now, when something gets confusing, I usually just read the article before recording, I get a sense of what it's all about, try to research my way into, uh, you know, the heart of the topic. But when it comes to HDMI, I really just can't do that. HDMI is about to announce HDMI 2.1a. Presumably at CES this January, uh, the main new feature will be uh, SBTM or source-based tone mapping. It can manage some of the HDR and SDR content um, to lighten the workload of your monitor or your TV. And it could better mix HDR content with SDR content at the same time. If you have two windows uh, on a monitor, for example, one of them supports HDR, one of them doesn't, uh, it can better handle both at the same time. But then, that main new feature of HDMI 2.1a, presumably the future of monitors and TVs, is optional. This is basically what the HDMI licensing administrator has to say about this new incredible feature. Quote, source-based tone mapping, SBTM, enables the source to send a video signal that takes full advantage of the specific display's HDR capability by adjusting its output to take better advantage of each display's potential. As with other HDR technologies, rather than adopt a fixed set of color and brightness ranges, SBTM allows the source to adapt to a specific display. SB um, SBTM can also be used by PCs and gaming devices to eliminate manual user optimization for HDR. Okay, I can kind of see how SBTM might actually be useful. When I first got my Xbox Series X, uh, I used it on an, um, an HDR-capable uh, TV. But then I have to calibrate it, uh, change the settings from the core of the TV settings itself, which was pretty difficult and confusing. It took a lot of time, but now I got truly accurate colors. Apparently, HDMI 2.1a optionally has the ability to do that automatically. Oh boy, I need a pad cleanser. So, let's talk about phones. They're simple, hopefully. Xiaomi 12. It has been rumored for a while, and now it's out. We got the Xiaomi 12, the Xiaomi 12X, and the 12 Pro. Guess which one's the high, higher-end one? It's the Pro. Um, initially, X is supposed to be better than, like, the base one. That's what you might think, but no. Not now, but let's talk specs first. Let's start with the base Xiaomi 12, which has a 6.28-inch OLED 120Hz display, inspired by the clock of Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. That did happen on my break. I should have talked about it, I apologize. It's basically a lot faster, a lot more efficient, and takes better pictures. You get a pretty decent 4500 mAh battery, with fast charging up to 67 watts. Um, for storage, 128 to 256 gigs of UFS 3.1 storage, 8-12 gigs of RAM, 3 cameras on the back, a 50MP main camera, a 13MP ultrawide camera, and a 5MP telephoto macro camera. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Good. It comes in four colors, black, green, blue, and pink, and costs around 510 euros, or around 581 dollars. 
Next up, let's talk about the Xiaomi 12X, which has a 6.28 inch OLED 120Hz display. It's powered by the Qualcomm Snapdragon 875G. It has a 4500 mAh battery with fast charging up to 67 watts. For storage, it can go from 128 to 256 gigs of UFS 3.1 storage, 8 to 12 gigs of RAM, 3 cameras on the back, a 50 megapixel main camera, a 13 megapixel ultra wide camera, and a 50 megapixel telephoto macro camera. Huh. Comes in three colors black, blue, and pink, and starts at around $700. And last up, we have the most powerful offering of the three, the Xiaomi 12 Pro, which has a 6.73-inch uh, AMOLED 120Hz display. It's powered by the Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. It has a 4600mAh battery with fast charging up to 120 watts. For storage, you can go from 128 to 256 gigs of UFS 3.1 storage, 8 to 12 gigs of RAM, three cameras on the back, a 50 megapixel main camera, a 50 megapixel telephoto camera, and and a 50 megapixel ultrawide camera. Uh, it comes in four colors: black, green, blue, and pink, and starts at around 750 dollars. Design-wise, they all look the same. Um, thin bezels, like really thin side bezels specifically. Uh, you get a hole punch cutout at the top middle. Uh, really small, by the way. On the back, you get a pretty thick camera cutout. Of course, housing all of the main lenses. The camera cutout takes the shape of a vertical rounded rectangle. The main 50 megapixel camera uh, takes up almost half of the space at the top and then on the bottom you get the two other lenses on top of each other and then on the other side you get the flashlight. And now ladies and gentlemen we have moved on to the tiny topics. A new Motorola Razr foldable is coming. So uh, if anyone uh, out there wanted a Motorola Razr 3, uh, well, um, good news. XPG uh, has created a concept gaming mouse that can store almost one terabyte of storage worth of games, dubbed the XPG Vault. Uh, the mouse has a built-in SSD, uh, of course, um, the USB cable it connects um, not just the mouse but the SSD to the computer. If you want to play your games at um, a memory speed at 985 megabytes per second. XPG says that visitors uh, to its CES booth you know, can get a peek at the vault, whatever that means. Um, I think we'll hear more topics and info about it. But honestly, I really like the concept and I wish I have it with me. A team of researchers at the Vienna University of Technology has pretty much figured out the next uh, step in computer chips, germanium. By using the elements in germanium, um, they developed a new adaptive transistor design that can change uh, the, uh, the chip's configuration on the fly, like immediately, in real time. That could mean using up to 85% fewer transistors. That is insane. Um, like much lower temperatures, way uh, lower uh, power consumption, and of course, 
better performance. Waymo has partnered with Geely, the owner of Volvo, to bring uh, its electric AVs in the US. And a bunch of news about Samsung. Um, they have announced an event January 11th. Mark your calendars. Uh, we may get a look at, um, of course, uh, the S22 uh, lineup, but we will absolutely for sure get a look at the brand new uh, Exynos 2200 powered by AMD's RDNA architecture. So that will be exciting to look for. Um, Samsung has also said that its foldable shipments have increased by four times in 2021. Good for them. And uh, of course, one of the biggest uh, rumors from Samsung, the S21 FE. Uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty much confirmed. By checking out the Samsung Hungary website, you can see cases for the S21 FE, which does reveal the design. It looks exactly like an S21. Not plus, it looks like an S21. It has the same dimensions though. Although I do realize that the flashlight is outside of the camera cutout now, not inside. Telegram has added um, reactions to messages and hidden text for spoilers, something resembling Reddit. So remember when Pixel owners couldn't play Netflix in HD? They still can't. The same issue, the wide vine DRM level dropped to L3, so now DRM protected content, Netflix, can be played in HD. So pretty much any Pixel device from the Google Pixel 3 and up could be affected, because that's the best way to watch Season 2 of The Witcher at 540p. Uh, Google in last April has acknowledged the problem and promised to fix. They still haven't. So Google, please, for anyone anyone out there who can't watch Netflix other than their Pixel device, please don't let them watch it at 540p. And of course, BlackBerry, one of the most tragic stories for a phone manufacturer uh, I've ever seen. Uh, it's sad, but um, every company goes under. Uh, that's, that's, it's just the circle of life. On January 4th, any phones or tablets running BlackBerry's uh, own software, um, BlackBerry 7.1 or earlier, uh, BlackBerry 10, or even the BlackBerry Playbook, will no longer reliably function. Whether that means connecting uh, to the Wi-Fi, or even making phone calls, or messages, or data, an SMS connection, or even call 911. You can't do that starting January 4th. Don't worry, any BlackBerry device running Android or any other software will work as normal. And that's it for the week and for the whole year. So, Happy New Year's, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes of the podcast, especially the Bone Awards 2021. It is exciting. It is suspenseful. It is dramatic. It is anticlimactic, if I'm going to be honest. Um, so, yeah, do not forget uh, to look at whoever wins in any of the categories. Yeah, don't forget to leave a review on other podcasts or Spotify now. And of course, don't forget to visit checkoftech.com slash contact or leave us a question if you have one. As always, this is Yassin Azam, signing out. See you next year.